You've tuned in to Chip Grooves Radio with your hosts, Mike and John. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show, everyone. I'm your host, Mike, and with me, as always, is John. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm feeling real sneaky today. <laughs> a little little stealthy, are you? A little stealthy. Nice. And a little wild from this soundtrack. It's, uh, it is a wild one. Yeah, it's all over the place. I'm loving it. Yeah. We are talking today of Tenchu, Wrath of Heaven. This came out for the good old PlayStation 2 originally. It is one of my favorite titles for that generation of games. It is composed by Noriyuki Asakura, known for, of course, the Tenchu series, as well as some anime, Roroni Kenshin, and also the Way of the Samurai games. He's got a lot of style in Tenchu alone, but this one definitely feels a little bit more complete to me as a listener. I think this album, it's pretty straightforward. I don't say straightforward as in simple, but straightforward yeah. in their message, I think. They still offer a certain depth and grace that I think it's really fun to listen to, even on its own. Yeah, for sure. Did he do the, the games before this? Yeah, well? and and past this as well. It was very interesting. Multiple of the songs that I have kind of listed, it's a mix of traditional, classic, either classic Japanese or more classic guitar classic maybe bluegrass some of them mm-hmm. and with some metal riffs some rock and roll it's really interesting that they he's able to meld some of these styles together and in a way that that sounds they all sound beautiful yeah i, th- I think he does a stellar job just utilizing all these instruments and making them flow because there's mm-hmm. there is a lot on this album yeah. a lot to dissect and uh you know, we can't get into everything, but at the same time, it's it's so fun just to talk about a few songs because they're so, I want to call them not just diverse, but explorative, I would say. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many dynamics to each song. There's so many layers. I, I just really enjoy it. So, for the listeners, the brief rundown of the world of Tenchu, this particular game is set about a year or so after the first game on the PlayStation 1. One of our hero ninjas, Rikimaru, was seemingly lost to another world when he was helping our other protagonist, Ayame, and the young Princess Kiku escape Lord Mayo. Sounds like a lot of information there, but Mm -hmm. pretty simple. Eventually, it is revealed that Rikimaru is indeed alive, and he makes a return to stop the evil Tenrai, a fiercely powerful wizard who is in pursuit of three powerful stones, Virtue, Earth, and Heaven. He surely will use them to destroy the world. What this is <laughs> this is an action stealth game where the player takes control of a ninja in a fully three-dimensional world. It's about finding your way through each level as quietly as possible or, you know, just throwing caution to the wind and plowing through. It is completely up to you, but one thing is for sure, it's a goddamn blast. <laughs> I, the game controls very well and with your trusty trusty grappling hook you can fly about the levels with 
ease and precision with that really, really kind of satisfying zip lining sound that they added mm-hmm. to it. So, uh, yeah, this good, one. I love a good movement mechanic, especially in games like this, where you're kind of, it's a lot of exploring a lot of 3D space and trying to find the, the best routes around a guard or whatever. Um, yeah. I never played Tenchu, but I have played games like Dishonored, which is mm-hmm. similar like Stealth or Stealth or not Stealth if you want it to be. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a lot of fun to kind of figure out levels and play them the way you want to. Yeah, this one was was definitely interest more interesting for me in terms of I had never played a stealth game before. So mm-hmm. my buddy Chris actually showed me this series, and I was intrigued by the fact that you could pretty much do whatever you wanted. You know, you're running around on the ground, hugging up against walls, sure, but then you grapple hook onto the ceiling or mm-hmm. and you drop down on enemies and, and kill them stealthy. It opened doors for me. I was like, that's that's a really cool way to play. So I spent a lot of time on this game. <laughs> that's awesome. So let's dive in. What song grabbed you first? I mean, I gotta say, the the lead out song, the I think it's the theme mm-hmm. song, I imagine um the fate or sadame uh the one that really is the only one that has actual vocals i think Mm -hmm. um and uh the vocals are just beautiful in this yeah there there are some parts of it that have this like very melancholic tone tonality to it uh it does have that feeling of this is my fate i'm going into this I'm, Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go whatever it takes i'm gonna get it done um it opens with this ride symbol opening, uh, with a string sting that, that ends that um, that really ramps the song, and uh, immediately slows down, allows that vocal to fill the void, and then the end of the chorus just kind of hangs almost on this flat note, giving it a melancholic feel as like a prelude to the strings that just crash onto the scene with the song's melody, which is just beautiful. song is absolutely amazing to listen to <laughs> i think it's it's indicative of the rest of the album it has that classic feel with uh the modern you know rock guitar riffs that mm-hmm. kind of bust in here and there and i love the breakdown is so sick it has just this menacing tone a lot of offbeat notes minor keys and mm-hmm. then the bongos bring us back to the light and the chorus rings out and the rest of the strings join in and it's uh, one last side of me and a key change. The strings close out this this awesome track. Yeah. I think the the main theme with those strings, it's just so intense and very evocative of the Asian culture in s- specific ways. You know, I think mm-hmm. the album itself is very comprehensive and creative uh, with their instruments, very oriental in nature. And that lends an authenticity to not just this game, but the score itself, I think. And this song is so beautiful to listen to and the the vocalist i want to give her credit i believe her name is yui mirase Uh, she does a stellar job and like you said it sets the tone for the entire album oh for sure 
Yeah, it's a great way to start this entire album, and it just gives you the gives you those goosebumps getting ready to get into the rest of it. Yeah, I think the uh, intensity of the strings for me is part of one the melody I just really like. It's very mm. catchy, but then you know it comes down in the middle for just a little bit and kind of alludes to the tension and the I don't want to say horror, but danger of the the world you're about to embark on. I, I like it. Yeah, for sure. How about you? What 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 song speaks to you? Well, I guess we're gonna go in order here. I, the one I picked first was Echigoya. Mm. This is probably one of the songs that I heard the most. <laughs> uh, it is the first level, and it is a remix of the first game. One of the songs on the first game. Mm. Actually, I believe several of these tracks have elements from the first two soundtracks, but um, this one fleshes them out and makes them a much much more crisp. I like Echigoya because. It eases the player into the world of Tenchu with a very steady, not aggressive, not too passive melody. Uh, There's a lot of space in this track, which I like. Um, There's a light electric guitar that hits these single notes here and there. Horns build out that space and create a a distance, which as you and I have talked before on other soundtracks, I'm a big fan of three-dimensional sounds and songs, and this one works for me. This level, for reference, finds players wandering through a small village in search of an evil merchant who is selling, kidnapping and selling young women into sexual slavery. So, you don't feel bad about killing him. No, not so much. But, you know, that aside, the song has a lot of elements to make it come alive. There's a, a very jaunty bass line that kind of keeps the whole thing grooving. Yeah. And there's a taste of funk in the song. You've got some funk licks in there with the guitar, just just a taste. Yeah. And it adds some flavor. And to add even more flavor, there's an acoustic guitar that has some real nice intricate pick tapping with harmonics, which mm-hmm. is just fantastic. Yeah, I would agree. Like the 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 best part of that just like intro bass starts to groove and how it has all these kind of disparate parts of it where it mm-hmm. speeds up, it it kind of fills out. And it kind of quiet downs with the, with the like the harmonic strumming, and then kind of comes back in with that slightly like that that vocal that comes in that yep. brings the whole song uh, back to life. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> and um, that's that's part of that distance and that that dimensionality that I really like. Has a, has a very chill vibe to it too and I, I now that you say this is like the first level it's a kind of going around town trying to figure out what's going on definitely fits for that for that mm-hmm. uh theme so let's get on and talk about your next choice uh my next choice has to be bamboo forest Excellent. um uh, such a good track um the solo pan flute with a twinkling percussion and some distant, far-off vocals. <laughs> and then this uh, acoustic guitar just strums a few chords. It's another song that's traditional meets modern with the pan flute, but also has electric guitar duo, or has a pan flute and electric guitar duet kind of in the middle of the song. 
And um, yeah, it, it kind of all falls away at some point with some throat singing, which I, I love like Mongolian throat singing uh, and a single pan flute before flashing back to life with a Spanish guitar solo. It's like all over the, it, it's interesting that a song or the instruments that kind of are all over the place. You have electric guitar, you have pan flutes, you have, sometimes you have banjos and you have mm-hmm. Spanish guitars and all these things you would think would be like distracting from each other, but they all fit together in a really interesting quilt. And uh, that, yeah, it just has the feeling of traveling through a forest and coming upon these fanciful magical scenes. And you have a sprite that is, uh, you know, your guide with a pan flute basically. not far off when you describe (laughs) that it's funny you say magical because this is actually a snowy level it is of course a bamboo forest Mm -hmm. as described in the title but it's basically just a maze of bamboo and you're finding your way through and you have to make your way past these spirit beings Mm -hmm. which is like there's like a piece of paper if i'm recalling correctly there's this japanese incantation or something attached to them and you yeah they're just kind of floating around and you you engage with them if you absolutely must because mm-hmm. these things while they're very mundane to look at they just kind of float around and patrol the level yeah but if they catch sight of you <laughs> it's bad they news. like fly at you really fast <laughs> and like <laughs> grope you to death it's very oh, no. terrifying but yeah yeah but i just thought that was interesting you got that feeling from it because i think that pan flute does give a mystical quality to the song and like you, I think the the pan flute and the the throat singing is so good, and it just yeah. adds a different level to it. It makes it so fun to listen to, and it's not yeah for sure your usual type of thing. You don't hear that commonly, I guess. Yeah, and you don't hear it mixed with some of the other things like a Spanish guitar and uh, and yeah, electric exactly. guitar and all that. Like you know, you, you wouldn't think to add all those together, and he did, and it sounds great. Yeah. Well, my next pick is going to be Limestone Cave. This one starts out quite appropriately. It comes complete with dripping water behind it. (laughs) Opens very cold. There's very much a spacious feeling to this track already. Immediately, it sells the fact that it takes place in a deep inhabited cavern where these ninjas have, have kind of built a base of operations And I just like how the song starts. It slowly falls into the main beat and melody, starting with the bass and the synthesizer. There's a chime to kind of count us in behind those. And then once the synth finishes its little preamble, we're into the main melody as demonstrated by the bells. Really fairly calm song, almost like dripping condensation from the ceiling of the cave. Yeah. That was a, a nice way to use those bells because I think it. It paints that picture, and yep. it's the snare drum. It's lightly played in this little jazzy tempo. I like the intricate, the really quiet drum. Like, it, it's just kind of... Yeah, it's there keeping enough. Keeping the groove yeah. going, yeah. 
Yeah, and it has that nice plotting beat with a very like bass forward melody. Like the whole melody of it is is basically the bass guitar and the and some of the other kind of bassy instruments, uh, along with a little bit of the twinkle of the synth- synthesizer on top. has that open very spacious feeling with the with the bass and and all that and yeah the opening is great you're like i am in a cavern <laughs> <laughs> i can't get anything else from this song this, this is exactly where i need to be 100%. but i mean as you might suspect it, you know since it's a cavern there are many a pitfall which mm-hmm. means the threats are much more than just your adversaries <laughs> so if you're not careful in this level you will slip and fall yeah, and there goes your perfect run. But yeah, I think this song captures that feeling from second one, and it sustains it throughout because yeah. everything in this song it either implies cold, which I like, but it, yeah. it, it implies that dampness of of a cave and water condensation dripping from the ceiling. The synthesizer creates this kind of serene yet haunting sound i want to say because it's very implicative of dangers lurking around the corner yeah and kind of just the situation you find yourself in and i i like it yeah it's definitely definitely a good atmospheric song for sure okay i'm thinking maybe one or two more songs each yeah yeah i got one all right i think my uh i think my last one would be tatsumaro which immediately you get the picture of ninjas running through a forest or city streets <laughs> at night with, with the bongos and the drums at the start. Mm-hmm. And then it has this like another mix of things. It has almost a Middle Eastern sound. Uh, like yeah. the vocals are a bit mid- like sound Middle Eastern. It has that very off key um, minor note feel that you get from a lot of Middle Eastern like mm-hmm. um, Arabic songs. And, uh, and it has a bluegrass banjo. It's like. <laughs> I, when did how would you think to fix to fix fix those all together but the baseline is really simple but i think it helps kind of meld all the styles together and it has a very interesting mix um mm-hmm. and like mechanical castle also has another song that i was listening to very much so also had had that bluegrass banjo yep. in it, it has mm-hmm. that kind of twangy you know western sound to it yeah and then there's a Spanish guitar solo that's just amazing with the pan flute and it just really ramps up the pace of the entire song. And it's just a, a great fast song with just all these elements mixed in that have their own little time in the sun. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's a, it's great, great track.
this this is a, a much more lively song than some of the others, but it opens with those really fast bongos. Yeah. It's pretty frantic. I like the frantic nature of this one. A lot of strings and slides to create the intensity of that moment. I believe this takes place during a battle. I'm not 100% sure. I Sounds about right. <laughs> don't quite remember, but yeah, it's it keeps you uh, paying attention. Let's just put it that way. Those acoustic instruments really have some great picking. I, I yeah. can't agree with you more on that. Excellent song. All, all of the, all of the, especially specifically the banjo and and all, all the songs that it's in, it's included in, and the Spanish guitar are all just beautifully picked, and they just sound great in, in all of them. How about you for your uh, your next or, or last song? I think my last song is easily going to be Tenrai Fortress. I mean, Jesus, what a song! <laughs> it is indeed the final level of the game, and you oh. feel it completely. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not only does it open with that gong strike to, you know, give it that brooding intensity, it immediately is followed by this haunting trill synth that prepares you for horror. Yep. Uh the strings aren't being played so much as they are being pulled and dragged. You you get a lot of horror movie elements in this mm-hmm. and I, I I love it. It's completely different than anything else you'll hear on the album. And behind all those things is a very low pipe that plays a warning melody to me that's how i take it there's history in these walls there's legacy and evil behind every turn and i i get that so fast when i listen to this song you know what's happening you know the implications of where you're at he just does such a good job of this so it's so tense up front it just feels like you're sneaking in the castle of Mm -hmm. some evil uh wizard which sounds like you are which you are yeah (laughs) (laughs) but the twinkling of the symbols and chimes at the beginning just gives you goosebumps like you've done something wrong we are Mm -hmm. in the wrong place uh and it's just it's great how towards the middle when it all bursts forth with this progressive part as if you've been discovered, the fight's on. Mm-hmm. And it, it, yeah, it's great. Yeah. There's, there's not really much you can conjure other than what you actually are playing in the level. It's giving us that image of a, a large stone fortress with catacombs that kind of are winding and filled with demons. Flames are lighting your path, and it's it's just a pretty dark level. Asakura does such a good job at utilizing different instruments and using instruments that don't necessarily spell evil or or doom but the the way he uses them in the song is just mind-blowing and it and it changes the i don't want to say the theme of the game but it, it changes the soundtrack because it is very much unlike just about anything we've heard mm-hmm. on the album to this point and that's important to me because not only does it show talent but it shows that ability to to kind of keep things fresh yeah and keep the listener engaged, and you feel the power right away. So I- it is interesting that it almost uh, eschews all of the 
other more modern or non, you know, what you would not consider a Japanese style, like the、mm-hmm. Spanish guitar and the banjo and all the other things like that. And it just sticks to a very almost traditional, like Japanese、um, instruments with the pan flute and the, the daiko drum line as well. It's all,、uh, it's all very purposeful.、Mm-hmm. And I imagine that's part of the reason why it's at the last fight. Or the last level is because you want your player focused on what is happening in this in this level and what's going on around him. Yeah. And he, yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying. And I agree with that because as much as happening is in this song, you're, it's not pulling that focus. It's frantic, it's、mm-hmm. loud at times, but at the same time, it's more than anything painting a picture rather than. I guess being so frantic that you're lost in it. Kind of,、yeah. y- you just kind of focus on what you're doing. And I, I really like that. So, final thoughts, sir. What did you think of this soundtrack as a whole? As a whole, it is incredible that, like we said, he was able to bring all these styles together in a way that is fairly uniform. I mean, there's some tracks that it kind of falls apart in.、Um, Mechanical Castle is. Is pretty good, but、uh, there are times where it kind of falls apart and gets a bit too frantic for its own good. It's very experimental, I think. Yeah. But for the most part, the, the soundtrack is listenable as a soundtrack, as a piece of music. You could just put it on and listen to it.、Mm-hmm. Um, it it's very well done. And、uh, yeah, if you're, if you're running a、uh, Legend of the Five Rings role playing game, it's probably a good <laughs> background track for, for that. There you go. Yeah, this soundtrack for me just has such style and grace to it. Asakura, he developed a technique that's not only bold and fresh, but very engrossing to listeners.、Uh, the songs on this album, for the most part, really engage you as you listen. And like you were saying, you, don't, you just throw it on. You don't even have、yeah. to know the source material necessarily. It's just beautiful to listen to. And. The plethora of instruments used create just this lush and vibrant landscape、uh, with which you immerse yourself. And while the album does have more palatable songs, Asakura does add his flair of obscurity and atmosphere here that keeps the non traditional interesting and entertaining to listen to. So these songs don't have your traditional hooks like, like many other games and many other traditional songs, but You're definitely engaged the whole time. So, lovely soundtrack, stellar composition. I personally would give this a 10 poisoned rice balls out of 10. What would you? I would,、uh, I think 10, uh, 10 out of 10. There, there are some tracks that, that, that don't resonate with me. So, absolutely, man.、That's、and、fair. obviously, you have the nostalgia factor. I this do. Is, this is It was a 9 or 10, but you know. Yeah. Um, but no, I would say it's nine shuriken thrown from the dark into your throat at a time. <laughs> As for the soundtrack to buy, it, they did once release it on a double CD. The, the second CD has much more stuff that's not related to the game outside of you know, being the same composer and being inspired by the game, but it's more remixes and experimental stuff. The, the first disc would be your game content. They did release that. You can only get it third party at this point. I do believe you can buy this soundtrack on iTunes in Japan. So. You gotta get a VPN, but yeah. <laughs> I think the clever user can find it somewhere online or, or 
create some sort of Japanese iTunes account and download it that way. There you go. But yeah, it is worth your listen, even if you do not know this game. So thank you very much for joining us, everyone, to discuss Tenchu Wrath of Heaven. And John, if you'd like to say goodbye, please do so. Ninja Vanish. (laughs) Ninja! Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you liked what you heard, please rate and subscribe on your podcast app of choice. Also, check out Magus Media's other podcast, This Is Not Happening, Another X-Files podcast, for complete episode breakdowns, insightful banter, and inane babble. Thank you, and we'll see you next time. Well, hello there, Internet people. My name is Josh, and I am one of the hosts of the Nastagram RPG podcast. We're an actual play RPG podcast, and we're good. And why are we good? Well, uh, let's uh, let the other host tell you. Dan. Hey, everyone. Uh, If you like authentic, real-world sound effects, our lasers go pew-pew. I love it. Matt. Uh, Skip me. Coming back. Coming back to Matt. Ryan. Okay, um, so after two decades of trying, we finally um, mastered the 3.5 grapple. We, uh, no, we, we're not, no, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't. Try again. Scratch that. Scratch that. Scratch that. Scratch Look it up. Look it up. Cut, John? If you're looking for an RPG podcast that plays a whole hell of a lot of games, we like the spice of life. Spice it up. Spice it up. Matt, you ready? Yeah, I think I'm ready. If you enjoy bad accents and overacting, you'll enjoy our podcast. Yes. Nice. Yes. And Jake, bring us home. I like to just say, we didn't just throw a phone on the table and hit record. Like, Josh does a damn good job with the editing. And if, if you care about that, you will you will not be disappointed. That's right. We spent a bunch of money that we don't make on the yeah, podcast. 100%. <laughs> so check us out, Nastagram RPG Podcast. You can find us on all the goddamn podcast apps, and we'll see you there. Mmm, that's nasty.